<laughs> you getting emotional over there, Christopher? Saw you uh, wipe some tears. My wife, before she took uh, Adi to Chuck E. Cheese for uh, <laughs> National Kids Day in Mexico, um, she, sp- <laughs> she sprayed this lavender or some kind of thing on the bed that's right next to me. And I think it got in my eyes. So I'm over here like pepper sprayed with with some kind of lavender thing, something. It's just so I don't know. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm over here like I can't I can't see nothing. Me and Mike saw. Just so sad. <laughs> it's just so emotional. Mike saw. All right, all right. Let's get started. Shall we get yes. started? Less. Right. Sorry, Drew. Previously on Battlestar Galactica. So you say it. Uh, that was the podcast roundup. Back to you, Steve. Excellent. <laughs> now, do we have to do an outro or we can, can we just <laughs> clip that stuff into it? Or maybe Christopher can. Hopefully next week, everybody will be in one room or, or well, everybody will be together at the same time recording so that we can all talk about this stuff instead of just me talking by myself. I'll just play some clips now. Damn! Damn! Four tacos. Live six foot, seven foot, eight foot, punch! Holy frijoles! Yo, you're picking the phone. Hello. What's up? What's up? Hold on. Hello. What's up? Why so soon? Very timely humor. That's what I'm about. This is who the hell are you people? Quitters. Never give up. Go ahead. And uh, from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. Fun. Quitters never never give up. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Quitters never. What the hell's it called? Quitters never give up. That's it. Quitters never give up. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said that's all they do. I love them so much. Is their show more fun than our show? Oh yeah. Why, thank you, Bean, but no, our show is not more fun than your show. This is Quitters Never Give Up, episode 108. Um, Previously on Quitters Never Give Up, we were trying to get everybody here, but we couldn't get Edwin here. Sorry. We miss you, Edwin. Rip. (laughs) All right, let's get started with some intros here. Let's say hello to Jennifer. Jennifer was an Olympic caliber figure skater, an award-winning pianist, and a straight-A student. Ring that bell. How you doing? (laughs) What's up, party people? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not straight A's, no. And with the 42nd pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Denver Broncos select Drew How we doing? (laughs) <laughs> and then Lindsay.
Lindsay. I'm a friend of Grace. Olive forgot her shin guard. She gave me her keys. I'm sorry. I didn't know who you were. I thought you were an intruder. That's okay. Sorry, we're out of time. <laughs> Edwin's not here. Edwin? Come on, dude. That guy's a fucking clown. Are you kidding me? He missed a uh, he missed our call time. <laughs> Both of those are still from Netflix. Uh, from Beef. One of them I stole from Beef. Have you seen that show? No. What is it? Oh, it's um the guy from Walking Dead. Uh, what's the guy? <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> Norman Reedus. No, it's the Asian Andrew guy. Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, Asian. oh yeah. Stephen okay. Young, I think it's Stephen Young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ali Wong, and they uh they just have a a fight over. Uh, they have a what? What is it? A road rage, inc- road rage incident, and they. Uh, <laughs> You're here doing great, incident. sweetie. <laughs> doing wonderful. A road rage, ra- a road rage incident, and <laughs> and then it goes from there. And right now, there's a whole big scandal over it too, because one of the actors said some really ugly things in 2014. It sucks. Oh jeez. And then the "Who are you? I'm Lindsay" is from uh, Manifest. And I just thought it was funny because it involved shin guards. <laughs> Anyhow, and I'm Christopher. Hi. Despite yes, their well-cultivated are. physiques and cute faces, Chris actors were originally known for being relatable, everyman comedy stars, and they've been turned into superheroes almost overnight. Hi, guys. Hi. Wow, Chris. self-service. Chris uh. actors? Yeah, it's, uh, it's from The Take, and they were going over all the, the Chris's. And I just thought that was hilarious to play all I said. Hey. When are we starting the show? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> all right, let's move on with messages or the reason why we do messages. Stone Man. That's right. The Stoneman's back. He messaged us a few times. Quite a few times. 50 times? More. 100 times? More. 200 times? More. 500 times? Probably. Well, not 500, but five. He messages a total of five times. Here's his first message. Quitters never give up. It is Steve, believe it or not. Finally, getting on Spotify for podcasts, leave a message. I don't know if you got all the other ones I left on Anchor. I didn't hear you playing, so maybe you didn't. So the most recent show, what a what a just a full show of comedy. Loved GMC faux show. I loved the Weenie Rose stuff, and I agree, Drew. I would much rather got more excited about Schmeckfest. And then the two hot girls, that's just well <laughs> that's just special. I got to say, and um, while I'm running out of time already, maybe I'll call back and leave another one, but I hope you guys forgive me for leaving messages on Anchor. Keep up the work. Bye. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for loving our show. Thank you, indeed. And for the wonderful recap. Um, He left messages on Anchor still. I mean, I guess there was a way to get on there. We've played every one of his messages, right? I don't buy it. I, I think sometimes it's hard to log into Anchor to 
to even leave a message as I learned multiple different times, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just you being conspiracy. A liar? Conspiracy, I'm Lindsay. conspiracy Lindsay, because um, having struggled with anchor myself on the train and on every platform I could imagine, like, I think he was still able to leave messages before the transition, in my opinion. So I don't know. I, I, I think he had it, the message thing saved on his browser and just kept going back to that, hitting record, and it just went to nowhere. Or he right. didn't, didn't hear our most recent shows where we played his messages. But it's been a while. It's been a long time. It has been a while. All right, next message. Quitters never give up. It's Steve again. And, you know, I don't have enough time to talk on one message, so... Getting back to the episode, um, I got to give Ralph and Bean Hall of Fame for Bean's layup to Ralph talking about Reaper. That was just, that just rolled me. And then I also loved the uh, other part of the, the, where they were talking about, uh, I think everybody liked it except for Lindsay. She, she gave thumbs down. I gave thumbs up. And then what else? There's just so much show. You guys just pack so much into a free show. How 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 quitters never gonna quitters never gonna make money on that, huh? How? All right. All right. Quitters never give up. Yeah, I don't know what that is. All right. So Steve <laughs> gave us some impressions, and wow, that that's our new endorsement right there. Do you think we could get him to like, or we could factor in all of his recapping and just be like, previously on Quitters Never Give Up, and then he just <laughs> he just recaps he the does, whole he thing. He does the intro for it. I'm down, Steve. That's you how in? That works. Yeah, Steve. If he leaves his messages like that, I'll put it in like that. Ding. Well, and- Taco Bell gonna make money off of that. Sorry. All right, so this message section is taking a long time, so I'm just going to intersperse the rest of the messages throughout the show with a with a news bulletin. Let's go ahead and, and go to I the like flashback that. that needs no introduction. All right. Uh, you need to unshare your screen, please. That's a terrible idea. Sorry. I just want to get rid of all <laughs> <Suck>. my... <laughs> this was a request, a request from listener Edwin. Thanks for tuning in here on a Monday morning. Our friend Colin Hanks from TV's Fargo joins us next hour. And, of course, talking about the Los Angeles Kings and their Stanley Cup victory Friday night. Also, congratulations to the San Antonio Spurs for their NBA victory last night. That was uh, a blowout, by the way. If somebody would have told you that Miami Heat were going to be in the finals, you would have said, of course. Of course right. they are. Four years in a row, right? But they'll get blown out. Yes. You would have put any amount of money against that. <laughs> I know. It's, it's crazy. Un- it's unbelievable. Anyway, that's all coming up. Hey, we've been uh, mentioning, as Ra- uh, Ralph has been uh, bringing up, uh, uh, you know, in the showbiz beat every hour, we've been talking about uh, the late uh, Casey Kasem, who did die yesterday. There are probably some people who may not be too familiar with his work. He's been off the radio for about uh, a few years. 2009 is when he retired. But he was on for like 40 years or something like that. He was the countdown guy. He was the guy who started American Top 40, which was a Top 40 countdown show. And there are a lot of them now. Carson Daly does one and Ryan Seacrest does one. But his was the first one that went around the world counting down records from number 40 to number one. You know how you never think of things like that? Like, I always just assumed he took over that from whoever came up with it, from whoever came up with it. Right. I didn't realize, like he said, hey, we should play that from 40 to number one. 
and do a countdown. I, you know, I, you don't think about that. Mm-hmm. And he had a lot of trouble getting it off the ground at the very beginning. It launched with just seven stations back in 1970, and it was a lot of program directors were like, "Why? Why would you count backwards on the radio?" But anyway, <laughs> so he passed away, and uh, you know, there's plenty of great uh, tributes you can find to him online. You know, we've poked fun over the years of the famous outtakes of Casey Kasem. Here's about a 20 second version of probably the most famous thing that we've ever played on this show, which is him trying to do a dedication about a dead dog in one of the long distance dedications. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. It's not happening. <laughs> <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Is Don on the phone? Today? <laughs> now, anyone who's ever done a radio show will tell you that there are thousands of hours of tape just like that. I mean, Casey was certainly not alone. Kevin, how much tape do you think we go through trying to lay down a 15-second promotional <laughs> announcement for the oh, weekend here on K-Rock? For 15 seconds, probably two... Probably three minutes and forty-five seconds is me, and then you for ten. <laughs> and when you and when you have to do a commercial, if you're doing a sixty-second commercial, how much tape is there Hours. usually on something like that? Hours. Yeah. So Casey was no exception. So here's another tape that I don't think we played of of him doing the promo liners for the various stations around the country that are playing the countdown. And I think uh, Kevin, you'll relate to this. You and Casey actually have a lot in common. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at twelve, right here on Center County's most popular radio station, WRSC. Radio 1390. This is Casey Kasem inviting you to join me for American Top 40 immediately following the Trailblazer game on 1390 KSLM Salem. Hey, what the f*** am I doing? (laughs) Promos inside the f***ing game? This is Casey Kasem inviting you to listen for American Top 40 immediately following the Trailblazer game on... This is Casey Kasem inviting you to listen... This is Casey Kasem... The countdown will begin this Saturday morning at 9 and again Sunday morning at 9 right here on Maine's most listened to radio station, W... I'm not going to say all that How do I know they're the most listened to station? Oh, I'll take your word for it. Okay, drop it out and say right here on... Uh... No, you know what I'm saying? The countdown will begin this Saturday night at 7 and again Sunday evening at... The countdown will begin this Saturday night at 7 and again Sunday evening at 5 right here on WRLD 1490 Radio Lynette, Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) The countdown will begin this Saturday afternoon at 2 and again Sunday afternoon at... And again Sunday afternoon at 2. The countdown will begin this Saturday (laughs) afternoon at 2 and again Sunday afternoon at 2 right here on WDHP-FM, your favorite music radio. Oh, f*** it. Well, you're right. You're right. Both. Your favorite music. No, your favorite music radio. FM, your favorite music radio. That's the way it's got to be read. Let's do it again. <laughs> By the way, how many times have you God. been that guy? Well, let's, let's do it let's again. Let's do it again. And how many stations was he on? Uh, it, over it, 500 in the 1980s he was on. So I'm sure he spent a lot of time trying to do these stupid ladders. We got a little bit more. He gets more. out a lot more than I do before I quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough, though, man. It's tough. This is Casey Kasem inviting you to listen. This is Casey Kasem. <clears throat> You're listening to American Top 40 on QT, WQTW, Latrobe. It's getting set for Westmoreland County. <laughs> what? <laughs> Patrol getting set for Westmoreland County. Tough. 
does that mean? <laughs> the countdown will begin this Saturday afternoon at 1, right here where you're feeling the spirit. God damn it. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, f <laughs> What the hell's going on here? Jeez, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Jeez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. What is it? And ponderous, man. Ponderous. And ponderous. <laughs> Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. He's reading it and he realizes that his show is on at 2 in the morning. <laughs> He's like, 2? <laughs> R.I.P. Casey Kasem. <laughs> Poor Casey. <laughs> oh, my dear Lord. Oh, little Bago man's grandfather. What the hell? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and he was a professional. I mean, yeah. I couldn't imagine that happening to me ever. I never <laughs> would do anything like that. Oh, wow. Maybe I should no. share my sound. <laughs> None of us have weird audio checks where I've recorded fumbling no. lines for ads. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Eddie said it was his birthday this past week, and so that's why he requested it. <laughs> Happy birthday, Casey Kasem. Right? That one? Uh, and I believe R.I.P. He's been gone for oh. quite some time, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I know. He's, yeah. he's gone. They said that in the clip, right? Yes, yes. I believe we can so, roll yeah. back to that. Yeah. Okay. I'm on uh, KevinandBean.com, and I'm checking out Kevin and Bean TV, and there's a video up and running on my computer of Alex's mattress being weighed. Now, yes. uh, Larry Miller from Sit and Sleep, which is a uh, local mattress company, ran a commercial that said that your mattress will double in weight, essentially, if you've had it for, what was the year? Eight years. Nine years? Eight years. Eight years. Okay. Yeah. Double in weight. By the way, Kevin, you're wearing a, uh, a striped shirt in this video here on Watch. What? what day was this film? That was just so weird to me when I saw that. I'm like, dude, so never. We, we called BS on that stat. We said, no possible way is that is that going to happen. Yeah, that sounds insane. And then he came over and we weighed her mattress. Mm -hmm. And he says it's because of uh, sweat and other fluids. Yes. And also dust mites. And this is the part that was troubling. The dust mites will double a mattress's weight. You got the dust mites, you got the skeletons from dead dust mites, which are microscopic, by the way. But if you get enough of them. Yes, and you have yeah. the dust mite feces. And that oh. seems... And then Ralph was telling us that they also live in your eyebrows and your eyelashes. Oh, that's creepy. Right? That's what oh. I Apparently, Yeah, apparently you can't get away from dust mites. I didn't know anything about them until we started this exploration of the mattress. But apparently dust mites are on the wind. They're on almost everything you touch. They're in your carpet. They're on your walls. They're on your body. So we thought, what's going on with the dust mites? And are they really taking over the earth? So we asked producer Alex, believe it or not, to line us up a dust mite so we can find out the answers to these and other questions. Hi, Kevin and Bean Show here. Who's this? What's up, fool? Hey, how you like me now, fool? What? Uh, who are you? What, uh, who are you? Who are you it's calling Kevin, my phone, eh? Don't blow me up, Aiden, eh? and let you know who I am. Right, it's, yeah, I said it's, yeah, it's Kevin. Yeah, that's that fool. <laughs> What's what, up? Who are, all those, who are all those other dust bites? What's going on? What's up? I'm like, I'm Leche. Right. I got my homeboy, little little maniac. Okay. What's up, Vato? Right. I got my I got my girl Angel. She don't even know. <laughs> and, and baby tears over here in the corner, eh? Hey. Now, uh, 
you're less mice, eh? Is it true that you're in everything, including our eyebrows everything. and our lashes? We're taking over it, like um. That's trouble. Like uh, you thought we were just up in your mattress? Yeah. Dude. Nah, man. We don't even have no eyebrows because we shave them off, so we're going in your eyebrows, eh? <laughs> of course you do. We're yeah. up in your pubes, eh? Oh, no, no. Everywhere you wow. look, I got, like, uh, one homeboy, he specializes in eyebrows. Yeah. He's Armenian. What's up, bro? <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> Good, bro. <laughs> An Armenian dust bike. Oh, uh, so, yeah, bro. Hey, you need cell so, phone, bro? How could you no, sell me a cell phone? <laughs> All right, I'm back, fool. All right. Like I said, we're dust mites. We don't care. All right. Like you know right, what I'm well, saying? That like the um in your in your stupid little mattress, the like the the dust police. Right. You know what I'm saying? They put up borders. We climb over them. You know. Oh, they no. put up walls. We graffiti them. We don't care. We're crazy. Fool. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Of like course. we ain't got nothing to live for. By the way, <laughs> hey, much love to my Dodgers. Good season, dog. Good season. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I I'm mad at you. That was a good season, Wait a kid. Dust mites can watch baseball. Yeah. Huh. Hey, hey, by the way, hey, by the way, is Ralph around? Uh, he's down at Universal. How about them Raiders, fool? How about them Raiders? Oh, That's wow. Right. Talking smack. That's, That's right. Eagles, Eagles are some some bitches. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Raiders. You are a... Raiders. You're definitely far more developed than I expected you would be. I'm whatever. really surprised to see how aware you are. Well, whatever you think, you're wrong, fool. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, we're living it right now. We're just sitting back curving off the Bacardi. You know what I'm saying? And they don't call us dust, my fool, because we live in dust. That's dumb. They call us dust mites because we smoke that dust. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that I dust. Didn't know that. That's right. Roll it up dust. in our joints. We get crazy blunted off that dust. That's right. Huh. Yeah, that's my girl right there. What do you have to say about that? She don't even know. Word. <laughs> so why do dust mites need guns? I'm still confused by why you have to carry a weapon. Because we're everywhere, bro. You know what I'm saying, dog? Listen, like, if we want to take your matches, we'll take it. It's like there's other little dust police down there. How you like me now? Wow. My mattress, fool. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and like, don't even think about, like, trying to stop us. You take one of us, we multiply, fool. I put in, like, 20 babies in my girl this morning. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, man. That's how wow. I call that girl. Okay. <laughs> so what's it like, though, to live in a mattress with all those skeletons of dead dust mites and then on top of all your own feces? That sounds pretty gross. It don't, don't matter to us, eh? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, my grandfather, like, he had to live in crazy bad conditions before he hopped over the border to give me this life. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, we got to keep it real. We ain't living in no Beverly Hills. You know what I'm saying? We ain't living in no, in no like, skyrise, you know, like a big penthouse or nothing. So you know? if we, so We're gangbangers, eh? Like, we keep it real, like, up here on the dust and the poo-poo. Hit that fool. That's right. <laughs> word. <laughs> so if we live in Beverly Hills, skyrise, then uh, we can get away from you? Nah, dog. All right. We're just making our way up there. I see. It's tough because... We're like one five thousandth the size of you. Right. So, you know, it's pretty tough to get to like a penthouse. Pretty small. But we'll get there, kid. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I okay. had 522 babies this morning. What do, you think I'm gonna do, what do you think I'm going to do tomorrow? By the way, you should see my girl. The, you know what I'm saying? Little angel girl looks pretty messed up downstairs. She had 520 kids. Oh, man. I'm talking like... like oh, man. That doesn't sound good. You don't even know. You don't even know, right? You don't even know. That's right. Like, like hey, Lisa. Yeah. Like, you have one baby. It messes you up downstairs. Imagine 500 at one time. You that know what I'm saying? seems bad. Yeah, I'm talking good. some serious beef curtains. Right, yeah. I think we understand. Okay, no, yeah, we got it. All right. I'm no, a little maniac. All right. Friday, let's uh, go sex her in again. All right, we got to go. Okay, we're going to let you go then. We don't want to be part of that. Don't mess with the dust, my friend. All right. Now I'm very scared that I need to go wash my sheets very badly.
Well, <clears throat> then definitely do not listen to. Oh. Um, <laughs> somewhere October around October 23rd, 2009, they go into detail and they have a whole segment. And they weigh the mattress and it's disgusting. And so was and it with the sit and sleep guy? Um, I think he was on the show for some reason. I think it was producer Alex um, kind of got off on the tangent with it. And they went into detail and it was gross. So don't listen to that. Will right. do not. <laughs> or your mattress is free. free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more. Let's go over to TGP and uh, some of the uh, clips that we made some of our comments that made it onto the show, right? Is that how that's, that's, that, that's how that's said. Yeah. Yes. What an excellent clip. <laughs> Love that clip. <laughs> Where'd you get that one? <laughs> uh, listener Lindsay sent it to me. Oh, it's ah. a great show. A moment <laughs> with Curtis. And now breaking stone man. Boom. Quitters never give up. It's Steve from the Stoneman Podcast calling in again. Not like I had to start up a podcast to be legit as a caller here. Oh, wait. No, I did not. Anyway, one shining moment. It's weird that I'm agreeing with Kevin on something, but that is a garbage song, and I hated it every time they would play that in the NCAA tournament. Um, and then as far as donating to Steve Ashton, I did already, but thank you guys for thinking of me. Yeah. Cause I, I definitely feel that Steve's have to stick together, but keep up the great work you guys. And like I said, if you can dig up those old messages I left on anchor, please start playing them. Okay. Bye. Nope. All right. That was a Steve Stoneman bulletin. <laughs> um what was the first part of his call <laughs> why do people turn out uh the first part of his message was the thanking for donating to steve or the that was the second. podcast it was it, oh he was he brought up the uh one shining moment that was correct it. Oh, yeah. yes yes I agree with him on that horrible but song it, I think he thinks, okay, so I always make the joke that, you know, Steve's our only listener. He so is. When I say, you know, go out and donate, Steve. Um, I think he thought I was talking directly to him. Which Weren't is why you? Left the message. But yeah, because he's our yeah. only listener. <laughs> so I, I know that I saw Lindsay with a very confused face of like, why did, why did I have to go out? Why did you tell me to donate? So that's why I felt I needed to explain that. And Steve's uh, GoFundMe has hit and hit and hit what, seventy thousand pounds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dandino. Dandino. Tremendous. All right. Mm -hmm. I look that. That's why I love this community. Is that when one person is in need, everyone else steps up to the plate because we'd rather have you around and be in a world without you. So. Definitely. All right, Jen. You got more. Right, nope, that's it. All right. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin! No, Edwin. Oh, I'm sorry. One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. 2012. Is Oprah bad? Oprah bad. Welcome to the week that was, April 23 to 27, 2012. Let's start off. Someone wasn't quite as happy about the Armenian comedian coming back as I was. So he called the Afroline. He doesn't want to say that. Okay. But the no isn't physically possible. It's not physically possible what this guy does. Sam, no! No. So what do you think, Jen? Was that real or was it augmented somehow? <laughs> I don't know. That was awesome, though. That's pretty long. <laughs> and the other thing I like is some real cute nose from Lisa May. No. <laughs> no. I always love to get some Lisa May in here. They did a call-in topic of celebrities you'll hate for no particular reason. And I got a co-sign on this one. Elizabeth, who do you hate? I hate Blake Griffin. Why do you hate him? I hate his face. I don't know. I, I hate, hate seeing him in commercials. I hate him. What are you crap? I hate his old hair. He's so irritating. His commercials <laughs> make me want to drive into Kia's. Like, I hate him. <laughs> Elizabeth, I wish you would. I'm a Laker fan, and I, and I, I hate li- you. And I like him. I mean, he seems super likable, and I'm a Laker fan. No, he's not. Oh, no. What? He's unbelievably talented. He's young. He's good looking. He seems like he does a great he's job on those commercials that he's in. I, I can't. He can jump over the hood of a car. Not talented. Can you jump over the hood of a car? I can try. Yeah, I wish you would. <laughs> try it right now. All right, oh, take man, it easy. I hate Dave. you, Elizabeth. All right, take it easy, Dave. <laughs> take it easy. Bye. Yeah. Dave jumping in there. Blake Griffin was a clipper, as you may have surmised. Not a successful clipper, though. Kevin finally got jury duty, so he was the envy of Bean, but he kept losing the summons. He wouldn't call and check in, so they decided, well, maybe we should do it on air. Correct. Okay. Hello, and thank you for calling the Los Angeles Superior Court hotline to register for your jury duty upon receiving your summons. This hotline may register your jury service, postpone service, request an excuse, or transfer to another court, or obtain a reporting instructions. 
Using your touchstone keypad, please enter your nine-digit juror identification number, which is located on your summons in the juror badge area. You know this by heart. <laughs> We thought you were dead. What? <laughs> good. No, that's good. I can't believe you actually responded to a jury duty response. Wait. Oh, no. Imagine our surprise to hear from you, <sighs> Kevin. Oh. If you'd like to reschedule your jury duty, no. press one now. What about two? If you're just going to blow us off again, <laughs> then we should probably just end this now and get it over with, right? Right. <laughs> Wait, why is he twice recording talking to me? No, no, no. Now or go to jail. Specific this call. Oh, really? You're not just going to throw this in the trash? Come on. Great. Glad we've got your attention. If you'd like to report to the main courthouse in downtown Los Angeles, no. press one now. Mm -mm. If you'd like a municipal. Two. Will you wait for it? That's yes. two. I don't want to go downtown. If you'd like to go to a municipal courthouse nearer to your home, press two now. There we go. <laughs> really? Really? You think you get to pick where you do your well, jury duty? You asked. I'd after like to. throwing all those summons away, after blowing us off, after not phoning in and registering, you think you get to go where you want to go? I, you asked. How about you go to jail, asshole? How about that? <laughs> What's you happening? Go to prison, uh, you asshole. Two for no. <laughs> if you'd That's like so to cool. be a juror on a civil trial, press one now. If you'd like to be a juror on a criminal trial, press two now. I don't care. Which is quicker, Bean? Press a button. All right. <laughs> you, don't know. you don't know what kind of case it is. You know what? Forget it. We don't want you to deter after That's all. That's awesome. Oh. Douchebag. Oh, hey. What thanks you... for calling Jury Duty Hotline. And remember, Jury Doodle. Jury Duty. <laughs> What's Jury Doodle? <laughs> yes. What are we remembering? <laughs> <laughs> yes, recording? <laughs> jury duty, right? <laughs> jury duty. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> They're much more professional than this. I remember, jury duty. It's a civil responsibility, you douchebag. <laughs> That's it. Hang on. Love it when the Ralph breaks up at the end. Have you ever gotten jury doodle? <laughs> um, I get the letters. I don't go. You don't go? You're like no, Kevin. Kind of. Well, A, they can't, uh, unless they're going to have a signature when the mail, they can't prove that I got the letter. And then uh, usually, um, I did, or you can fill it out, send it back and just say I can't or, you know, whatever. I work out of county or something like that. And you can get oh, out of I it. You got to remember that. Yeah. Once I got it like two years in a row, boy, I was dying. I tried to get yeah. out of it and they wouldn't let me. Did you serve? I did, but I lucked out. One, just before it was supposed to go to trial, they said, okay, uh, they settled, you're out. And the other one, I did like one day. It's kind of a okay. drag because I took my vacation to do jury duty. Right. Well, anyway. and the way that it's it, it works, you know, it's a waste of time. You have to go down there. And then if they pick you, it's like, I'm not, I don't have time for this stuff. <laughs> this was funny. Valerie Harper, she was the actress. She was on Mary Tyler Moore. She had her own spinoff show, Rhoda, and she wrote a book. Anyway, interesting showbiz life. She's writing her autobiography. She's writing her memoir. It's been announced. It'll come out in January of uh, 2013. I only recently bring this up because it sounds like Bean named it. She played Rhoda on television, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think the name of her book is? Uh, does it have some sort of Rhoda as road pun in it? No. Boy, I don't know. What? I wrote a book. Yeah! Really? 
I wrote a book. No. That yes. is an incredibly silly thing to say. That's what it's called. No. I, I, I like that. <laughs> I'm going to tweet that. I wrote a book. <laughs> See, it's not funny. See, this is your problem. <laughs> You think stuff like Listen that is funny? Listen to she's laughing. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> is it, I'm sorry. I mean, how often? I mean, oh, man, nobody thinks that's funny? No, I, no one I does. Did. I totally admit on that. I like that. I do need to point out this is a rare occasion of being laughing at someone that's not himself. Uh, he's really tickled by Valerie Harper's book. It's funny. That was good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> they were doing a call-in topic of or not a call-in topic, there was a uh, a study posted what region of the country was most hated. And California came like way up top. They were saying, well, why not New York? They're very rude there or other parts of the country. Anyway, that's a long way of saying they talked about the Californian sketch. Remember that on Saturday Night Live? No. Well, now you will. It has little to do with Kevin and Bean, but they played it because they thought it was funny, and I do too. Speaking of Californians, speaking of uh, the impression that people have around the world, particularly of Southern California, a couple of weeks ago, they did a sketch on Saturday Night Live. I know you don't watch the show, Ralph, but it was called The Californians, mm-hmm. and it was a soap opera. James Brolin is in this sketch. He was the host that week, or Josh Brolin, I guess it was Josh Brolin. Uh, uh, Catherine Wig is in the sketch. Bill Hader Kristen, is in the sketch. Kristen Wig's in it? Kristen, yeah. I can't get any names <laughs> oh right. Oh, my God. Was it James Brolin and Catherine <laughs> Wig? They were both in the sketch? <laughs> well, look, someone has to beat Kevin up today. Yeah. He's not here. But here's a clip of the Californians if you want to see what at least these New Yorkers think of Southern California. Hey, honey. I brought us some tangerines. This guy was selling them on the off-ramp over by the two. <laughs> Devin? <laughs> Ooh, what are you doing here? Stuart, why are you him so early? I skipped Wilshire and took Beverly over to Santa Monica and took that all the way up. <laughs> Yeah, I just came over to fix the speakers, the outside speakers on the patio. I think you should go home now, Devin. There's nothing going on, Stuart. You should go home. Get back on San Vicente, take it to the 10, then switch over to the 405 North and let it dump you out into Mulholland where you belong. That's what some New Yorkers think of uh, Los Angeles. It's kind of on point there. I can't count how many times we've had a party or something. And all people talk about is how they got here, what the traffic was like, what they took. Uh, For my money, very, very accurate. Right. And the other thing. Spencer and Heidi. Yeah. The other thing is we call things the, like we went on the 10, we went on the five. Yeah, but that makes sense. So I used, when I lived in Colorado for a short time, they gave me uh, shit because I would say take the 25 or whatever. And they're like, there's no the before it. And it's like, well, am I going to go walk dog? I'm going to go walk the dog. (laughs) And uh, so yeah, good times. Yeah, other people noticed it. When I Mm -hmm. went to visit a friend in Austin, they were noticing that because they give directions differently. But anyway, funny skit. I think they did that for a few years. The Californians. <laughs> this was fun. This was one of Chip's early appearances. They were giving away tickets to the Weenie Roast and the Offspring were playing. So the game was try to stump Chip with Offspring trivia. And listen to how good she is. 
What's your deal with the Offspring? Since you were a little kid, they've been your band, right? Yeah, I think I've been listening to them about 20 years now. Unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, I know you're friends with them on Twitter, and they're the ones who broke... In fact, you're the one who broke the news to the world that the Offspring album was finished, if I recall. I believe they wrote to you and said, hey, get off our necks. We're coming in. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was, there was uh, a response that you made. You're like, hey, less hot sauce, more music. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're very excited about new Offspring music Friday. Dexter and Noodles are going to be stopping by with a world premiere of their brand new song. Right now, though, if you want to see the Offspring at the Weenie Roast, Chip is your girl you got to go through. Do you Yay. have an Offspring trivia question? one 800 it's time to stump chip. You know you want the tickets, the tickets to an A. Don't be a stupid fool, don't be a stupid dummy. Well, this is how you do it. You have to stump chip. So make your questions good and make sure they're legit. Stump chip, baby. We need, we need stump chip, baby. We need, we need stump chip, baby. We need, we need. And all you have to do is stump chip. For Winnie Rose tickets. <laughs> 1-800-520-1067. If you're able to stump Chip, you go into the drawing. Lisa May, you'll keep track of who stumps her, right? Yes. All right. We'll start with uh, line one. Let's go with our man Hector to get us going here with an offspring question. Hector, you are on the air. Can you stump Chip? Good luck. Okay. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, the question is, Dexter received a Ph.D. from what school in what? Ooh. Um, here's, here's the thing. He never got the Ph.D. He was what? all all but dissertation. He quit it. He quit right when Smash came out. But How it was it was in microbiology though he was going for. Uh, he actually you, did go back and he ended up getting his master's degree in molecular biology. But that's not, not a PhD though. That's not a PhD though. <gasps> yes, you tried to uh, trick her and ha! she got you. Voted. <laughs> Boom! Nice. Thank you, Hector. You were not nice able to though. stump Chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got everyone right till the end, and the last one was kind of a technicality they got her on. She's really good on off. Oh, this is just a little bit of nothing, but I found it funny. This is uh, bordering on minutia. So I think I'll send that into B and he can use it on his current show. This is funny. Uh, they were doing a poll of the, I think it was People Magazine's Most Beautiful People or whatever. And Beyonce won. Ralph got a little bit mad because like all new mothers who just had her child, they think they're the first person that ever had a child or something. Here's what she says about winning the award. She feels more beautiful than ever since giving birth because the word love means something completely different now. No. She's never had such purpose on this earth. She may be the most beautiful woman on the world, People Magazine says, but Beyonce says her baby girl is the cutest thing on the world. No, that's not true. Stop it. Stop it. You only had a child. You know all the people who've ever lived on the planet before? You? They all had children, too. That's why we're all here, because people kept having children. You know how Gaga people get over their, their little girls, though, right? Yeah, keep it in your house. I don't go around with the photos of my kid and sending out letters and postcards and magazines about my child. I love my child. I think she's the cutest thing in the world. I keep that fact to myself. Because you're aware that everybody else feels the same way about their kids. Yes, because I'm a person who lives on this planet. Right. <laughs> Where are these people from? Where do these people they live? They are special and different. They love in ways you could never love. Oh, dear God, with their diamond earrings with each other's initials and their only the best baby in the world mentality. Celebrities suck so hard. <laughs> <They do. laughs> Ralph, not having it. 
<laughs> However, we may notice a slight inconsistency because the next day, a special guest sat in with Ralph on the showbiz beat. 6.7 KROQ. Final look at the showbiz beat with Ralph Garman and a very special guest joining <laughs> us in studio. What's going on, Ralph? Yes, my uh, my daughter Olivia has joined me for the final showbiz. Hi, Olivia. Olivia. Say hi, hi. Say hi, honey. She's so pretty. Hi. Hi. She's, She's all bejeweled today. She's got a lot of uh, jewelry on. She's <laughs> playing with the microphone. Uh, Mom had to run an errand, so I got uh, babysitting duty. So I'm doing That's the last showbiz cookie. together. That is a big cookie. Nice. Is that a good cookie? Yeah. <laughs> she sounds what adorable, but what when is, I tell you she's 17 years old, you won't be impressed. What does Dada like to watch? Dada, watch what? Do you like hockey? Hockey, that's oh. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the showbiz news. Uh, should have had Olivia ask Ante Kopitar a question. I should have. Yeah. Nice. I've got tickets to give away to the advanced screening of Marvel's The Avengers on May 1st Yay! at the AMC Century City. <laughs> Honey, let's not play with the microphone. <laughs> Yeah, it's in theaters everywhere on May the 4th, but you can go if you're the uh, lucky winner and answerer of my trivia question, which is The Civil War. The comic book, The Civil War, dealt with Captain America versus Iron Man. They were battling over a law in the United States that said all superheroes had to expose their true identity. What was the name of the law? What was the name of the law? True Avenger fans would know the answer to this one. 1-800-520-1067. Was it Harry's? It was not Harry's. <laughs> You want to push a button? Okay. Here. Come here. Push this button. Push this one right there. Push that. There we oh, go. Good girl. Nice job, Olivia. So that's kind of cute. Not quite what he was saying about Beyonce and her kid. Uh, it was really cute the whole time. I'm just going to play some more clips of Olivia kind of <laughs> making things difficult on Ralph. Um, Bobby Brown pled no contest to driving drunk this week. He was sentenced last month in Los Angeles and yesterday, um, I'm sorry, arrested last month and sentenced to three years of informal probation and a 90-day alcohol education course, which I'm sure knowing Bobby, that will take effect and he will have no more problems. Of course. Now, yeah. informal probation, does that mean it's his prerogative whether to show up or not? Oh, man. File. File, please. Can you say file, Olivia? Can you say File. file. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It goes in the file. So Olivia put being in the file. Thank you. <laughs> and then one last one with Olivia. Have we taught Olivia yet that uh, Oprah is Satan, that she's the devil, that she's a bad, bad woman? Yes, we have. Is, <laughs> Oprah, is Oprah bad, honey? Is Oprah bad? Oprah bad. That's right. <laughs> Oprah bad. I love this. I, I cut, cut it down a little bit, but there were a lot of times where like, she was knocking the papers down and, and pressing the buttons. It was very funny. Now, as I said, a, a, an alert listener who happened to be named Edwin noticed that Ralph had no time for Beyonce's baby, but he brought his kid on the air. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V-I-G. Ah. You know how Gaga people get over there. They're little girls, though, right? Yeah, keep it in your house. I love my child. I think she's the cutest thing in the world. I keep that fact to myself. Final look at the show is beat with Ralph Garman and a very special guest joining us in studio. What's going on, Ralph? Yes, my uh, my daughter Olivia has joined me for the final showbiz. Smell that, Ralph? That's the smell of justice. I said it. I meant it. I'm here to represent it. Ralph, if you don't pipe down, I'm giving you an F. Yeah, I put that together for being sent it in. He put it in the opening a few weeks later. Uh, nice. The Offspring had a new song coming out. It was called uh, Days Gone By. Mm -hmm. Days Go By. 
So they came into the studio to promote that, and they were going to be on the weenie roast. So they got to talking about past weenie roasts, and the offspring of one of the bands that have been on a lot of weenie roasts. Dexter and Noodles from the band are in studio. You guys are playing the Weenie Roast a week from Saturday. It's already here. Cinco de Mayo this year. So excited. I don't don't think anyone's played more Weenie Roast than you have. Is this like, maybe Pennywise is close, but is this like your fifth time, I think, playing the Weenie Roast? Uh, I've lost count. (laughs) As have we, obviously. (laughs) As have we, right? Here's uh, here's how far back The Offspring's been playing the Weenie Rose. When they were on the bill in 1994, some of the other acts that year included Frente. Frente. You're good. Go ahead. One of my personal go, favorites that day. Go, go to Google, kids. I know you don't believe it, but there was a band called Frente. The Great Pavement was on the bill that year. The Afghan Wigs. James, another band that played that year. Yes. Uh, the Counting Crows. Oingo Boingo. Doesn't it seem like a yeah. billion years ago that they existed as a thing? Yeah. Uh, the Violet Femmes were there. I mean, it was uh, that was a great time, but that was 1994, and here we are, 2012, and you guys are playing, and it's a great lineup again this year, too. We're so excited to have you guys back. Yeah, some interesting Winnie Rose trivia there. Yeah. Uh, they were doing a story about Lindsay Lohan. This was when she was having all of her troubles. Lindsay got up and screamed, shut the F up. So I'm sending that to the Gilded playlist. Just a special preview to everybody. <laughs> and that is it for the week that was. Back to you, Jen. So what else is on the plate? I want to say the roundup. podcast roundup is the only the other thing on the plate. All right, here we go. <laughs> Every time I you start talking. Every time who's that talking, Drew? Every time you start talking, Christopher, the cars just, it's like they know that once you start talking, they're in trouble and they got to speed away. This No, he lives on the fucking Fontana Speedway. That's the problem (laughs) that's happening right here. Like, he's literally ground zero for Fast and the Furious. This is great. You make fun of me for me being in my car, but this is like... (laughs) I'm in the parking lot, or I'm in the... The raceway. Yeah. Yep. Unblur yeah, your background. You... Prove it. <laughs> Everyone unblur their backgrounds and show you show you where you are. Drew's losing it. <laughs> I love the penis. Nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> you get it when you want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Oh, oh, Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. Anderson Pooper. Are you mad at me? All right, let's start the roundup with the amp show from Bean and a memory of the memory he has of Lisa May. I used to do a radio show. It's further and further in my rearview mirror. It's now starting to seem like a very long time ago, but I was at one time on the air at a station called K Rock in Los Angeles. And I worked with a very nice lady, a very talented lady named Lisa May. She was a co-host on the show for a lot of years, did traffic and other things. So much fun to work with. Still in touch with her from time to time. Love the lady. But what I'll always remember is that there was one song that periodically would come up on the K-Rec playlist that she could not stand. It It was like a dog reacting to a whistle that only they can hear. Her head almost exploded every time this song played. She hated it so much. 
So as you can imagine, every time we had the opportunity to play it, we would turn it up pretty loud, which is kind of a mean thing to do, but it seemed funny at the time. So every time I hear this song, I think of Lisa May. I know she's not listening, but I'm putting it out there in the ether. This one's for you. Oh, man. That song was played all the time, though. I, yeah, I can imagine Lisa May lost her shit many, many times. <laughs> Especially on the party machine. That was like... Oh, yeah. When they played I think it the they most. Added it just for her. I would think they would have had it thrown in there just to, just to mess with her. Because they said they would turn it up loud. Or Bean said he would turn it up. They would turn it up really loud whenever she was there and they played that song. <laughs> Love it. Speaking of Lane Pipe... Bean is laying, well, <laughs> well Donna's on vacation. Why would you go carry on? Donna's on vacation. So Bean is laying pipe and having little men come into his dark hole. Sewer pipe replacement. Yes. They thought they were just going to be able to dig a little trench and replace that pipe, but they realized that all of the pipes that feed whatever goes into the swimming pool was on top of the pipe that they oh. needed to get to. They had to bring in a jackhammer and tear up a large section of the backyard patio so that then they could dig in underneath the <gasps> swimming pool pipes, Bean. which turned into a colossally big job. Right. And I couldn't even believe this, by the way. They sent little guys in the tunnel underground to start digging the dirt out from around the pipe. How can little you, are we is talking? It, is it, I mean, they're not Brad Williams little, but they're very okay. little people. Okay. But can you imagine if your job were to crawl into a dark hole and dig dirt out oh, to, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, there's no amount of money in the world that makes that job worth it. And then I got the bill and I realized <laughs> there is an amount of money in the world that makes it worth it. You guys had your mind in the gutter when I said Lane Pipe, right? Well, yeah, no, I wonder why. There wasn't, an, there weren't any bells in that clip or anything. No, no not at all. Uh, also on the show, there was a personal minutia jingle controversy. So someone submitted a jingle that was very fancy, and they weren't sure exactly what they said in the jingle. So I just played the jingle because there was a long conversation on what it was and went over like two, three days. What did you guys hear? Did you guys hear? Personal minutia, personal minutia. Excellent. Thank you. You should definitely clip that for yeah. submission for their show. Oh, yeah. they already got mine. <laughs> it's, it's waiting. That's right. Well, I don't think I heard it, like, really recognize that it could have been that until Ali said something. Otherwise, I think I would have been like, no, you're crazy. And I think I even thought that. What about you, Jen? What did you hear? I uh, did not hear it at all until you just played it. So maybe with my earphones in or something, I can hear it better. But I didn't hear it previously. 
Well, the, the gentleman who made it said that he used a virtual choir, which is some software. So it's technically not real. It's kind of a deep fake. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. He should have added his real voice in there somewhere or oh, yeah. a real voice. Because mm. I've sent a couple of them that have multiple voices and I do all of them, even though they sound bad, but they sound, you could hear what they say. Do we have some know. examples? No, I deleted all those. How embarrassing. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> How are the cars doing? <laughs> I, I thought I heard one coming. Yeah, you did hear one coming. Yeah, that's what we were like, wait, here it comes. All right, we lost a great one this week, and here's Bean's obit for Harry Belafonte. People tried to blame me because I have had this man's name in my mouth a few times in recent mm. months, but he was 96, so I don't, I don't think it's me, but we really did lose one of the living legends of the 20th century, a groundbreaking actor and singer and activist and humanitarian. Harry Belafonte has passed away. You might know his music. Now, it may be hard for some of our younger listeners to understand because they've only ever known Harry Belafonte as a political figure, right? Always being on the right side of every every important moment in history. But he was a massive star. In 1959, Ali, Harry Belafonte was the highest paid entertainer in the world. He was the first artist to sell a million copies of an album, for instance. He was a huge star. He probably would have gone on to be an even bigger movie star than he was, but he stepped aside because he wanted to essentially go full-time into activism. So I didn't play the full a bit. There's a lot that he did. Uh, he, he funded uh, Martin Luther King during, his, during the civil rights marches. He paid for their insurance and did a lot of things so that they could actually get that thing going. Um, how do the younger generation remember him? Lindsay? Negatory. You don't remember him at all. What, what part of that clip would have appealed to my generation? Do you reckon? No, I don't know. Just... I'm, I'm real. I'm genuinely asking because I'm very confused. You don't remember this song, Beetlejuice, the paintball drum, daylight coming. I want to go home. And still the morning comes. Are you saying Daylight the song? Daylight come and I want to go home. Okay, that's all. We're done. <laughs> you know, I do remember that song, but I also remember when What's-His-Face covered it. Who is it? Lil Wayne? Did what? Lil Wayne sample it? Nur, 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 nur. Excuse my minute. That one? Six foot, seven foot, eight foot, butch. That would be the sample if they they, they included that. Yes, that would be Mr. Harry Belafonte, formerly of Rhythms del Mondo, Buena Vista Social Club, accomplished position. But yes, I also do Fantastic know that Fantastic actor, song. political activist, changed the world that you live in today. All right, I'm, I'm sad now. Let's well, go I, I'm Mark. not saying that I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know him or my generation wouldn't know him. I'm just saying that I personally would not have recognized that name without some context. Okay. All right. Let's go over to the Mark Thompson show. <laughs> Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> oh, 
I was hoping you'd at least remember him from Beetlejuice, but I guess yes, can't. That's too much. What year was did Beetlejuice come out exactly? Eighty six, maybe. Drew, you're muted. <laughs> we cannot hear your rage. Oh, no, I died. Sorry, I, I keep forgetting. We were seven, just so you know. In nineteen eighty six. Uh, it it came out in eighty six. Brady said, "I'll look it up." That's what Jen just oh, said. Oh, oh, okay. So, I'm so guessing. in that case, no, we we were three. So I was like, well, I know we were young. I probably first saw it in eighty-seven. Then, so nineteen eighty-eight. My year of birth was yeah. nineteen eighty-seven. So okay, that, yeah, that right there. My apologies, but okay. Oh, okay. So my my age corrects this. Okay. So, do you watch anything that that came out on the year of or before? The year of your birth. I mean, you always say I was I was just a baby, but I mean, Beetlejuice has been a movie that everybody has watched. Like it's, it's kind of like a mandatory watched movie. By, Is there? Like, yeah, yes. like Back to the Future, the original Star Wars. Like those it's, were like staples of the time. Like that 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 was cinema at its finest, and it's where we were too young to really appreciate it, but we would grow into it. It's like being a toddler when it comes out and. Now you're about five or six and can actually understand the dialogue. Yeah, and they just get referenced in everything nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I I grew up in like watching like Sound of Music over and over again. So I know some old stuff like <laughs> that Sound of Music I could have recited back then. But then I was watching Disney movies. I wasn't, I, I'm going to have to confer with higher authorities on whether Beetlejuice was part of our young lives, but I doubt it. It does. It's not like little mermaid or something like that, where I was like a staple of my childhood. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, over to the Mark Thompson show. <laughs> where Bean uh, was a guest. I, Bean talked about the corner nation on the Mark Thompson show. I didn't know about the Mark Thompson show. It's basically a two-hour YouTube show where he goes over all the news and just has a couple of guests on. I'm going to play you the introduction from the Mark Thompson show for Bean so that we can discuss. Mm-hmm. I've told you it's never easy being in this business. The Mark Thompson show. Well, it's great to have this guy on. I have known him all my professional life. I consider him a dear, close friend. That's why he can ignore my calls and many entreaties to appear here. But once in a while, and that's, you know, because we're so close, I'm not offended. Once in a while, I'll ask and he'll agree to come on. And in this case, with the coronation in the offing, with also Taylor Swift news, these things hit the radar of our guest in a big, big way. How about it for the multi-Marconi award-winning Bean Baxter, everybody. You have trouble with this pacey, Drew. <laughs> oh, my dear Lord, just fucking get to the point and land the plane. <laughs> Clip that. Clip that immediately. <laughs> uh. Well, Drew... There's important things to learn from that clip about pacing ourselves 
I will speed up your tempo myself if I have to. (laughs) What's that movie with the snail and the DMV? (laughs) What? She's talking about the Zootopia and it's a sloth, not a snail. The sloth is singing for her. Jeez, why do I know these things? Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you for speaking. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Drew. Harry Belafonte, she does not know, but the slug, the slug, sloth, snail from Zootopia. It's a sloth. It's a sloth. Anyhow, the lesson that we could learn is to keep bugging Bean, and that's why I brought that in for you, Lindsay. Mark Thompson doesn't stop, doesn't really get started. It's a little, little slow-paced, but he doesn't stop bugging Bean, so let's keep bugging him. All right. That's so good. That's so <laughs> let's beautiful. Let's go over to the Ralph it's Report. best thing I've ever heard. Ralph, Ralph uh, went over on Sexy Ralph went over um, sexy vacation destinations and uh, he went over something that uh, he went over hedonism then there's hedonism perhaps the most famous all-inclusive sex resort in the world hedonism to aka hedo to the folks in the know that's right folks in the know the wild women, the wild, the wild women, Rick. the ripping and the tearing, the ripping and the tearing. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It's the only reason I pulled that clip. There you go. Oh, I, I Did love... he really play it? No, I, I, I played it. He, he talked Aww. about it very academically, very much just informational. And all I kept hearing was the wild women, the wild women, the ripping and the tearing, the ripping and the tearing. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I just like the guy at the end going, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking Hell about. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tito Rick is my personal hero. <laughs> oh, man. Drew, input the dancing right now. You know. For the yeah, I got win. you. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, then there was Ralph's birthday call to Steve. I'll play a little bit of that. Thank you very much, my friend. And thanks to everyone who contributed to my uh, GoFundMe. It's really going to make a difference. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm most likely going to get a TR7, um, a vintage, <laughs> no, cause they're about 50 grand. So I wouldn't have bought that on my own. So I'm going to get one of those in British racing green sure. with a, um, with a, a beige leather interior. So thanks for that. <laughs> I look forward to you tooling around in your TR7. All right, bro. Rob, we love you so much. Please, uh, now that we know that you're feeling better and your energy's up, uh, check in from time to time and let us know how things are going, okay? Will do. And uh, tell Eddie he's a knob. Will do. How tremendous so, that his mm, sense of humor is here. Mm, oh, exactly. knew it was coming, and congrats, my guy, on the TR7. That is a very fancy mm-hmm. Jaguar. <laughs> Christopher, look outside and see if you can see any of those out there. So no, can you see no, Eddie driving no, down? No TR7s out here. It's <laughs> it's just like little Hondas that have like really big exhausts. I don't know. And <laughs> and chargers and big ass trucks. God damn, they have big ass trucks. They always crash. I'm waiting for us to hear a crash. Oh, right don't say South that. Side. Don't say that. No, I've I've heard them, and you don't want to hear that because then you're actually out there first responding. It's not fun. No, let's move on. They 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 don't it's. It's not, they sound like they're going faster than they are. So nobody really ever gets hurt. Good. It, it, on, every time I'm always out there, like, helping someone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> are you right waving the checkered flag? <laughs> <laughs> are you wearing a bikini like the Gigi Cross? 
so glad we did this today. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I'll send you video. Uh, <laughs> are we landing this plane anytime soon? Hell no. 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 Uh, <laughs> nope. uh, other things on the Ralph Report, Tucker Carlson got fired. Don Lemon got fired. No need to talk about that. Jerry Springer died. RIP. Um, and then Eddie shared a memory from college. In the winter of 1994, when I was at Virginia Tech, we were staying in the dorms and there was a massive ice storm to the point where the whole campus was shut down. Wow. All the pipes froze on campus. We were all trapped in our dorm rooms. None of the toilets in any of the dorm rooms would flush. Oh, my God. For four days. What could you do? <laughs> you People were going to the bathroom, and it was just sitting there. No. In every toilet, in every bathroom, oh, no. in every dorm. No. People were dumping on other people's dumps. Stop this story immediately. <laughs> I'm not stopping. I left campus after the second day. And my buddies... I would have been like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. You would have just seen me just <laughs> grinning, frozen to death, leaning up against yeah, yeah. something. Because I couldn't bear Dude, to be inside. It, the the smell throughout the dorm was horrific. <laughs> oh man! No, no, no! Four days of that. That's Eddie's dorm. Actual audio <laughs> from Eddie's dorm. What's it? Get... <laughs> You're good. <laughs> oh dear God! I think Lindsay missed it. So should I play it again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. We're, we're good. I, we'll, we'll, we'll edit it in post. I was legitimately just, I muted my computer and was watching everyone's facial expressions <laughs> and I turned it on right in the middle of a fart. <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> so now we know we all have to just stay stoic so Lindsay can come back on. Not possible when you're dealing with farts. Just can't. <laughs> if that's something I've learned in my career, it's that farts are always funny. <laughs> Damn right. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Please land this plane. Please. And now breaking stone. <laughs> All right. Steve's fourth message. <laughs> Twitters never give up. It's Steve. And I'm calling on a couple of things. Number one, what's up with that guy that said he likes to fast forward through beans and intros and outros? That is one of the great skills that I marvel and have marveled at for many years about young Gene Bean Baxter. Back on the Kevin and Bean show, what he does on the podcast. So screw that guy you know screw them kids screw that guy and then the next thing is just a show idea i don't know if all of you listen to the round report or if if just one of you does uh or the and that's where it cuts off uh so yes yeah, if he got guy. hit by a train because like what was going on in the background uh We'll never know his show idea. Is that what we're saying? Or is there a follow-up? But wait! There's more! So his fifth call includes his show idea. You know, 60 seconds goes fast, guys. This is Steve again. Okay. And I really hope you find those messages on Angry. Anyway, yeah, 
that will Eddie eat it. It'd be fun to have everybody go around the room and weigh in. Like, you know, I do it myself. I can pretty much tell, but it would be fun. I think that's a good segment on the show. I'd get a kick out of that to hear what everybody thinks. Anyway, keep up the work. Love you guys. Bye. So his idea is that we do the jackpot from Eddie. They do it. They do one every day. So there's five choices. So you guys, you guys have heard the show, right? You guys have heard the Ralph report. No? Yeah. Mark yeah, this as a moment. <clears throat> yeah, so I listen Steve's every day. Idea, yeah, Steve's idea is that we listen to the jackpot section where they find out whether Ed, Eddie will eat whatever food is part of that segment. So he wants us to go around the room and basically say what we think, whether we think he will eat it or not. That's pretty much what I do every day listening to it. <laughs> As yeah. Ralph's describing the cuisine, I'm going, nah, there's tomatoes in it. He's not going to eat it, you know, so. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we're out of time. Why do people turn out? Well, that's all the messages from Steve, and that's all the podcast roundup I have. So thank you, Steve, for calling in, and that's been the roundup. Who wants to say bye? Sports guy. Uh, sports guy. Sports guy. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Bring them on in. All right. Brandon, they want you to um, uh, sign the show off. Like, hey, thanks for listening to Quitters Never Give Up. And bye. That's you know, it. Yeah. And bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Quitters Never Give Up. And have a good afternoon and evening, everybody. Best Bye. outro ever. Awesome. <laughs> Best outro ever. <laughs> okay, can we press stop recording now? Yes. Where's captain. That that How do I do you? that? What? You're the captain now. You've got to do it.